Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. My name is Zima Radio. Thank you for tuning in. And we thank Resident Evil 4, song title Serenity, for being a part of this podcast because it is one of the greatest games ever invented. And I will always stand by it regardless of how old I get. But I'll save the intro and go right into the show, folks. Um, I know I'm bringing you another episode that does not tie into part one of respect for your career in trade. However, this is another thing that came to my mind earlier today, and I had a bit of an experience with it last night, and I kind of want to share it. It's just, to what level of acceptance do we give us humans an excuse to be lonely? If you'd like for me to reiterate that, when is it okay for a person to just be abusing someone for their company rather than actually wanting to be a part of their companionship? <clears throat> well, I'll be the first to tell you everybody's lonely, dude. Nobody on this planet can make it alone. Granted, yes, there are people that are introverts, there are people that are secluded, and people that are less likely to want or crave human contact or attention. However, that does not mean that it's not within them. Some people are better at hiding it than others, but every person has a desire to share moments with a beloved one or someone in general. Life can be very, very, very lonely going home to and work forgive the motorcycle in the back (laughs) going from to and from work to work to home understanding it's no longer about sharing times with my friends but just coming home and just doing what I gotta do now to the average person that sounds like an ideal life you know don't get involved don't find yourself mingling don't find yourself being troubled by other people's burdens and in a perfect world, that's exactly what should happen, where you shouldn't have to worry about such things. However, um, a religious man I am, I'd like to think some of some of us have to burden the sins of others or just burden the troubles they have because that's the type of person we are. We're healing. We we enjoy being able to be somebody's solace, being able to get somebody out of there. Now, what does this have to do with being lonely? Well, because... But people like us, like myself, who are in the healing aspect of it, we don't automatically go out to heal people. We don't automatically seek to help. It's more of an innate nature whenever we see it happen to somebody that we're interested in or that we're close to. Just by second nature, we normally try to be next to them, try to get a way to get them to feel better. And when people like us healers are found with nobody around, We are at peace, but at the same time, we cannot truly find solace in the fact that there's nobody to share our pleasant experiences with. There's no one to enjoy or cry with. There's no one to actually embrace life because if nobody else is around, what's the point? I truly do apologize for the trucks in the background, folks. You'd honestly like to think a clear road, even if it is morning over here, people would not honk the horns or drive so loudly but uh hey man at the end of the day some people just have the definition of i hate my life and i should probably do whatever i can to annoy other people's um we could use people like that in cars dude for example like not every person who honks the horn is loud it is like a lonely person but i like to think people who really do stuff to go out of their way to make other people annoyed when it really has nothing to do with it they are the most loneliest because when they go back home Once they finish that argument, once they finish talking to that person, they go back to being by themselves. They go back to their thoughts. 
And being with your thoughts is perfectly fine. However, again, when there's no one there to share with them eventually, when there's no one there to communicate with or find peace, you're all of a sudden finding yourself that the medals you have, the degrees, the the money, it all means nothing in the grand scheme of things. You could be the richest man in the world, but all that power could lead to a bunch of, and when I say a bunch, I'm, I'm really understating, it could lead to a bunch of self-doubt and insecurity, not because you're broke, clearly you're not broke anymore, but because now you have everything else in the world besides the one thing that is free and that is loving and that is easy to get, but so hard to maintain. Whether it's a friendship or a friend, you always find yourself wondering whether or not being lonely is okay. And this goes on to the second part of it. I'm actually kind of glad it only took me about five minutes to get to this part. But it brings me on to the second part of it, which is, when is it okay for people to express their loneliness to others? And by that, I mean, how much of it is using somebody and how much of it is actually wanting to accompany them? I use my personal experience since uh, other anecdotes. This is an anecdote, but anecdotes that don't involve me, I find to be less personal just because this is my podcast. So uh, we could use an anecdote that happened to me just uh, yesterday. Uh, I was hanging out with a girl, we'll call her by the name of Stacy. Now, Stacy and I have been hanging out for quite some time now. Everything goes great. We enjoy our time together. I, we get quite intimate, not physically, but just getting in touch with our emotions and stuff. Oh, gay? You said intimate? Yeah, I mean, hey, man, you, everybody has a vulnerable side, you feel me? But I digress. We get intimate. We go into it, we enjoy our time, we enjoy talking to each other. However, something came up to me yesterday that sort of put a stop to all that, and it was because of something she said. Um, We were briefly talking about if it really is okay to be lonely, or if it really is okay to just, like, uh, use a guy or girl because she is a female, clearly. And you could be friends with a female, you could be friends with a male. However, I do like to think that there's sexual tension between us, whether or not... I will go further into that sexual tension. There's that nonetheless. So we we started talking about how how nice it is to spend time with each other and stuff and how great it is to be actually be able to be friends. Granted, I'm more interested in Stacy than she is in me. So I bring up the fact that, listen, I, I'm interested in you. I would like to actually try to take this somewhere. I'm actually trying to be all about you, by all about you guys, let's be serious, I can't be all about her, but 80% her, you know, let's say 80% her, I want to be able to vibe with her, I want to be able to get to know her, I want to be able to explore what makes her her, and this is all genuine thoughts, granted, um, if I just want to smash a chick, I'll tell her, but this is something that I was feeling with the chick, um, and one of the first things I noticed that she said was, it's kind of fucked up how, like, one of the few things I want from her is sex. I had to take a pause because I was blowing my nose and also I needed to take a pause to let you guys grasp that. Now, don't get me wrong, right? Being wanted for sex, only for sex, is probably a bad feeling, you know? Because you're much more than just a carcass to fuck. However, I like to think after spending a good amount of months, time, some money, you know, not a lot, but a good amount of money going out and enjoying timing, just trying to get to know each other. I, uh, in my opinion, I like to think that that's, uh, that's my way of saying, like, I, I just don't want you for the vagina, you know, because I, 
<laughs> not, to pat, not to pat my shoulder on the back here, but it's like, if I could just go on Tinder and get myself a good 20 or 30 minutes, I'd rather there's a chick that, that'll be willing to come over, smash, and I wouldn't even have to spend a dime or too much time because there are some females who are about that, but that's not what I want. So as I go back into the story, she goes into telling me how it's not fair because the moment she wants to hang out outside of the house or the moment she wants to do stuff with me, I say no. Now, granted, folks, if we're being honest, I had told her no before about hanging out outside of the house. However, that's not every single time. She's a, she doesn't take into account the times we go hiking, the times we go out late at night, the times we just spend time with each other outside and stuff. Like, all of that matters as well. So I don't want to go too far into us arguing about it. I just want to go into the point of her automatically seeing that just because I was becoming attracted to her in that way that that was a problem and that she decided that she would rather be more lonely again and then it, it really started hitting on it really started hitting on me folks did she just want my company or was she actually interested in hanging out and when I say that is because look don't get me wrong folks Nobody likes unwanted advances. Nobody wants to be in a room with somebody you just rejected or am not into. We all get that. However, there's a difference between being able to look past and say, all right, well, like you made, you made a request. I declined. Let's move, let's move forward, you know. And acknowledging that request and realizing that it hits the fan because it's something that you do not stand for. Now, if we're being honest, folks, females want sex too. And again, this isn't me advocating for making unwanted advances this isn't me advocating that you should get mad at a female for not wanting to smash you this is just me saying that because of a natural instinct or feeling that i had for her and because i brought that up at that specific moment she disregarded everything else that was happening she disregarded everything of us spending time together us talking us realizing that we're both lonely we could both use each other's time and stuff or that didn't matter to her None of that. All she really cared about was the fact that I was attracted to her in that way and that it's fucked up because that's what all people, that's what all guys want, man. That's all guys want. And it's just like, bro, you are fine as shit. Yes, I want to smash you. Yes. I, yes. I, I want to see why they call you the throat monster. Yes. All that good jazz. But that has nothing to do with me being interested. Because, gentlemen, again, don't get me wrong. I like to think the average honest male isn't gonna fuck anything and everything, or isn't gonna fuck something they're not interested in. It's, it's just my opinion. And I apologize that the, the last part of this podcast episode is going towards a rant, but it, it's more of a serious thing, because if we can't even be honest with ourselves, if men can't even be sexually liberated as well, then what's the point of having women literally frolicking around being sexually liberated if the other person can't? And again, uh, just one more disclaimer, I understand why some some of you might view this in the wrong way, like, oh, well, like, this guy sounds like he's advocating to force himself on females or to, or to be upset at females for declining. No, you should not do that because if you do that, you're square. Like, I didn't get tired of her for declining my request. I, I got tired of her for completely disregarding the, our, I guess you could say friendship or rapport and who I was just because I was sexually attracted to her. That is the huge problem, dude, because then all of a sudden, are we all supposed to be asexual? Clearly, you don't fuck every single one of your friends, but damn, dude. But to tie it back all up to loneliness, I spent the primarily of my time with her because I felt lonely sometimes. S sexually lonely, and also 
needing a friend around. Now, was I honest with her about it? Yes. Definitely honest. Now, was she happy about it? No. Was she was she seeing me because she was sexually lonely? Maybe. Was she seeing me because she was hella lonely? Yes. Now, I guess I'll just end this podcast because I, I do try to make this thing less than 15 minutes more and more. But I guess the best thing to look at it as is we need to be honest with ourselves. We need to find a way to be able to say, listen, man, we're adults. Clearly, if you're a teenager listening to this, if you are, I'd be surprised. Really? How the hell did you find my podcast? But if you were a teenager listening to this, I'd imagine that some of these tips aren't going to be the best because um, I wouldn't advise against underage sex. You know, it's, it's not for me. It's, it can't, can't advocate for it. But we're adults. Whether or not you want to be so open about your sexuality and who you want to fuck, that's that's fine. However, once we start going to the border of saying that it's disgusting and despicable where a man can't tell a chick, I, I want to have sex with you or I'm interested in you in that way, and all of a sudden it goes to bonfire, we're having a huge problem, folks. Eventually, eventually it's just going to be people fucking robots and fucking each other's genders because fuck evolution, man. You know, screw evolution. Who needs to procreate? But I digress, dude. You know, at the end of the day, whether or not you guys agree with me, that is entirely on you. I always appreciate your opinions. I always, always appreciate feedback. So, if you guys do want to get in contact with me or ask me questions or even theorize with me, I am going to drop a link to my Instagram below. At the moment, I'm working on creating a new blog spot or maybe even a Discord to have people join. And then from there, we can have discussions and questions, answers and concerns, everything right there. But for now, I'll just post a link to my Instagram or I'll just put my Instagram username at the bottom of this description and you guys can go to my DMs and ask me stuff personally yourself so we can get this going. Lastly, folks, I just want to thank you again for those who are still around for me listening to my podcast, for those who are still interested in my thoughts, for those who are still interested in where I stand on certain things. I thank you because this family is growing and this family is going to grow with more members the more I do this. So to, to end things off, folks, I have three things to say. Just three. Not seven, not four, not six. One, never settle for loneliness. Even when you're lonely, even when you're lonely, always remember that God loves you. And if you're atheist, always remember that lonely moments make you stronger. Two, never forget or never be ashamed of having sexual desires. It only becomes a problem when you force them on somebody and you're harming people. But if not, never be ashamed because that's who you are, bro. Unless you're homosexual, but that's another topic. And finally, finally, folks, regardless of whatever happens in your life, whether you're lonely, whether you're successful, whether you're rich, whether you're popular, at the end of the day, there's always humility. Always remember where you came from, dude. Because whether or not I can pick up a chick right now off Tinder or whether or not it takes me a year to pick up a, a chick. Back then, <laughs> back then, I wasn't this move. Back then, I wasn't this successful at doing certain things. So... That humility always keeps you centered because after a while, you probably start getting lost in the sun. You know, getting women or getting mans or vice versa. But I'm going to end it right there, folks. Thanks again for Serenity, the song Resident Evil 4. Again, if you want to hit me up, follow me 
and write me on my Instagram. That's be done, you folks.